We're back at it again, back at it again. Mic check. This is the Isaiah Kid Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. <clears throat> um, this evening I'm coming to you. We're going to talk a lot of football. Um, a lot of football. Basically all football. Um, you know, looking at these preseason games. A Friday night that's concluding. Or just about to start, rather. Um, some good showing. Glad that football is back on. I know a lot of people are excited and thrilled that football is back and has made its return. Um, us Americans, we love football. Um, I'm gonna start with because to the previous podcast I talked about Dwayne Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones debut in the Giants and Redskins. Uh, but Kyler Murray played on that same night, and I wanted to talk about him. So usually. Kyler Murray, so if you don't know, Kyler Murray is number one draft pick in this this year's past recent draft. Um, picked by the Cardinals. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, fired by his alma mater at Texas Tech. He's known for his air raid offense. He's a former quarterback himself. Um, so, when you, when you, usually when you draft a quarterback number one, usually, or a quarterback high in any round, or if you're drafting a quarterback high, you know, you look for the body and the characteristics and the you, you want the guy with some girth, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", got good body, NFL-ready body, right? You know, you want the arm, you want the accuracy, you, you want all of that. And these last few years, the quarterbacks that, that has been drafted and taken number one, they've been small, miniature, not the most athletic, Arm is okay, small hands, not really the characteristics that you want out of your franchise quarterback, right? Not 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 the not the things not the things that owners and GMs are looking for. Um so Kyler Murray, he played well. He had a good showing. He went six for seven for forty four yards. And and like I told you guys yesterday, I told you guys a slight bit of this yesterday. Arizona looks excited. The players on Arizona look excited. The fan reaction to Kyler Murray in their first drive, they looked excited. And Arizona looks look they they they, they look like they're going to be interesting to watch. Last year they were probably the most boring team ever, but this year they look like they're going to be interesting to watch. They're going to score a lot of points. Not going to win a lot of games, I don't think. They're not going to win a lot of games, but they're going to be interesting to watch, and they're going to be a buzz. They're going to create buzz. And usually when you draft a guy like Kyler Murray, you're looking for to create buzz. And they're all in on this kid. They're all in on Kyler Murray. The, 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 the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, all in on, they're all in on Kyler Murray. 5'9", 5'10", quarterback, small, miniature, can't really see over the line. Athletic, good arm, but he's just small. And, you know, looking at his performance, like I said, like I told you guys yesterday, I don't take much in preseason football. I don't take much and carry it and look at preseason football and and make my decisions based off of that or weigh my decisions heavily off of that. No. No. Because preseason football is an exhibition, it's a suit-up, there, there, it's there. A few several games where they get the sh- where second 
13 guys get to show how good they are. Can they make a team or are they good enough to get in the rotation or possibly competing for a starter spot? Usually most teams know who their starters are, but they want to see if the young guys, second team, third team, could make make, them, make the roster, be a potential body in the rotation, and could be battling for a potential starter position. And this that's so this is just that's just the basis of preseason football. A lot of people I know, like I said yesterday, again, a lot of Redskins fans probably looked at looked at that first preseason game with Dwayne Haskins Haskins in his debut and they're like, Oh boy. Uh I don't know about them. I don't know. A couple of Redskins fans asked me. They was like they was like, honestly, they was like, How you feel about Haskins? I said it before the game. I I I told people I told people that I was watching the game with. I told them I said I like the kid. I think he's gonna be good. I think he's he can make the throws. Um, but I saw yesterday don't have the best mechanics and that's coaching. So with Kyler Murray, obviously he has to overcome a big thing, the big the big thing of being an NFL quarterback. His size. He do not. He do, he he does not have. The prototypical size that you're looking for, look that you look for in a quarterback. You don't you don't look for a five ten five nine quarterback with small small hands, and you 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 would think that you know he's going to struggle to see over the line when he has to make those passes down the middle of the field in those tight windows. How is he going to see that over the tall line, over the tall trees? How is he going to do that? Um, most of the throws were to the Outer boundary, out near out out of bounds. Those were those were more out routes that he threw yesterday, or some of the throws that he made was outside of the pocket. Um, so we really didn't see him throw into the middle of the field over the over the law the the tall and tree the, over the tall trees that the offensive line is. So we did we really didn't see that. Um, but is it going to work? I don't know. Um, usually. Um, it seems like he can play. He, he can he can definitely play. You're not just number. You wouldn't be a number one pick if you couldn't if you didn't have somewhat talent, some talent. But um, I'm looking at it. You know, I looked at him like yesterday. I was like, this kid, he fits. He fits with Arizona. Um, Arizona's looking for something interesting. The Cardinals are looking for something interesting. Uh, they they were not. They were poor offensively. So I think they're only going to get better. But do, do, is he going to have success? Can he be an NFL superstar? Is he a 10 to 15 year NFL franchise quarterback? I do not know. But I think he fits and I think he's within the right system. I think with, I think what Arizona have around him and what is placed, what is in play, I think he fits. And fits and matches are, are critical in football and basketball mainly, mostly. Fitch, fit, just well, not even just football and basketball. Anywhere, anything. Fits match. Fit, I mean, fits matter. Fits and mat and matches. Perfect matches matter. They matter in relationships. They matter in jobs. They matter in schooling. They matter in sports. They you you got to be able to fit and match and coexist with the others around you. Uh, David Johnson, good pass catching back. A guy that can that could have easily, I think, this year, 
two, uh, 1,500 to, to 2,000 uh, all-purpose yards, I, I think so, this year. He should be catching a lot of balls from Kyler Murray. A running back is a best friend, is a quarterback's best friend. He should be catching a lot of footballs. I like what they have with Larry Fitzgerald. They have good pass-catching guys to make plays for Kyler Murray down the field. I'm not worried about that part. Um, the, the only thing that I'm really worried is his size. Uh, I like what they have with Kev Kingsbury, and not necessarily him and the coaching and him knowing what he's doing, because I do question him knowing what he's actually doing because he got fired by his alma mater at Texas Tech, and it's Big 12 football. So I do I, I do worry about coaching-wise, but he runs the air raid offense. He's been, he knows Kyler Murray pretty well. He's been recruiting Kyler since he's been in high school. He's played against him. He has good history and good enough history and experience with Kyler where they match. They fit. They they coexist perfectly. Um, he knows what it feels like to going into the NFL or going into from the college level to the NFL ranks. He understands what that progression and what that development entails. So I'm, I, they they fit perfectly, and this is a this is a good system that's in place for Kyler Murray. Now, now I'm not saying he's gonna work out. I'm not saying he's gonna be a ten year Pro Bowler or he's gonna be a franchise guy that's gonna win a lot of players. I'm not saying that, but the success rate is gonna. I think it's gonna. It's it's much higher. It's mostly it's much higher. With him having the perf- with him having people or the personnel that fit within Arizona, because you put Kyler Murray on a team that runs the football, run heavy team with a tall O line, tall big O line, and the 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 playbook, ha- the quarterback has to stay in the pocket. That probably wouldn't work for Kyler. Kyler wouldn't work under a system where it's run heavy. They got big old linemen. He has to stay in the pocket. That wouldn't work for Kyler. That would not work. But this right here in Arizona, what they have works. It works. This right, this right here, what they have in Arizona, works. He he has a it's an air raid offense. Get the ball out quick, so your offensive line don't have to be the greatest. You know. I think I think this is I think this is a good move for Arizona. I think Colin Murray's success he has a higher success rate due to being within a good system and a, a system that matches his play style. And I found it strange that he only played he only threw seven seven ten, seven attempts. Usually, with a rookie quarterback and or guy young guys, you try to get them as many reps as they can. You want to. Either try him out for, especially a quarterback. You would even want to try him out for a couple of possessions, maybe even a quarter, sometimes a half. After one, when he took that, like I told you yesterday, when he took that one sack, when Cleef, when Kingsbury saw him take that one sack, oh, they was like, oh no, we're gonna get, get, we're getting you out of here. We've seen enough. Thank you. They treated him like a star. I don't know if he's gonna be an NFL star, but Arizona, they treat him like a star. They're treating him like one, and I think it's I think I think it's gonna work out. 
I look at I look at matches in the NFL right now. Look at Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes would have got drafted to a team that's run heavy, don't really have the weapons that Kansas City have, like a Tyreek Hill or a vertical threat like Travis uh, Kelsey. I don't know if if I think Patrick Mahomes is definitely he's he's definitely a good quarterback with just by the eye, but just by the eye test, he's definitely a quarterback and he has it factor. But would it be would he have thrown fifty touchdowns? He was on the Bears. That's a run heavy team. I don't I don't think I don't think he would have thrown fifty touchdowns on the Bears. I don't think so. Think if Dallas would have drafted, he would have threw fifty touchdowns. Nah, I don't think so. What if he's on Denver? I don't think he would have thrown fifty touchdowns. But he works. He he it, it fits in Kansas City. He has he's a big arm. He has a bazooka. He has a big arm, and he has a receiver in Tyreek Hill who you can't really outthrow because he's that quick and electrifying. Then you have a vertical down the field threat in Travis Kelsey. You got the mastermind, Andy Reid, offensive mastermind who works well with quarterbacks, especially young ones. Alex Smith, playing under Alex Smith for one year, I'm sure it helped. It fit. It fits. Fits matter. Matches matter. Matches matter. Like opposites attract. What the same people attract. Just like relationships. If you're stubborn, the other and your partner's stubborn, might be too much stubborn in one, under one roof, under one setting. Too much stubbornness in one under one setting. If one's laid back and the other's laid back, or the or one's quiet and another one's is quiet, another one is quiet. It's like uh they don't really coexist. They don't really match. They're the same. They fit, but they don't. They're too much like the same. But with Arizona, I think he fits. Look at New England. Tom Brady's a precision thrower. Precision thrower. Edelman is a preci- He's a precise route runner. Edelman is one of the best route runners in the league, especially in the slot. He fits with Brady because Brady is a precise, pinpoint, accurate thrower. Big Ben, or Big Ben, Antonio Brown. Big Ben loves to throw the deep ball. Pittsburgh has a good old line. Pittsburgh gives time, gives enough time to Big Ben, where he can sling the ball down the field. AB is a deep route. He's a burner. He's a good deep route runner. He fits with he fits with Big Ben. He fits with Big Ben. You know, I don't think D Wade is a, was a better teammate than Kyrie Irving than to LeBron James. But if you look at their play styles, LeBron James and Kyrie Irving fit. They mesh. They mesh well. Kyrie Irving was a scorer, primary scorer, ball handler. LeBron is a facilitator. Even though Kyrie made a wrong decision, and this decision probably altered his career, he left. They were still a good match. It was still a good match. 
So this Kyler Murray thing, I don't now I I don't know if he's gonna defeat the odds and beat the odds and get over the top to be, you know, to be the first five nine guy that's successful and have a ten year, ten, fifteen year career where he's successful and he wins a lot of playoff games and pro bowls and you know and awards. I don't know if he's gonna do that. I don't know if he's gonna do that. But what I do know is it's a good match. They have they fit well in Arizona. They're gonna fit well in Arizona. Very well. I do not worry about that aspect. So yeah, he didn't throw over the middle. He, you know, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be difficult for him to see. And yeah, you know, you, typically when you draft a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, you want him to be six three, six four, big hands, good arm. But with Arizona, with Arizona, Arizona, they have all the things that favors Kyler Murray and his success. Coach that a coach in a system that fits him, air raid. He can adjust easily. Well, it doesn't. There's no adjustment. The only adjustment is him playing against stiffer competition in the NFL, going from college, going from collegiate to NFL, professional. There's that's the only adjustment that he has to make. But there's no more. There's no language barrier within the system that he's in right now under Kingsbury. Plays in the dome. Well, not a, he plays indoors. He's gonna half of the games that they play is gonna be indoors. Good weather, so he's gonna be able. He that's that favors Kyler Murray. He has good pass catching guys around him. In Arizona, not gonna win a lot of games, but he has he has a good personnel around him where he's gonna be able to make a lot of plays. He's gonna be he, they're gonna be electrifying. You're gonna see a lot of highlight real plays. And Arizona wanted somebody interesting, so they fit. And this is going to have to work because Arizona, they drafted a, a, a guy, they drafted a top a first-round quarterback. They drafted in the first round the previous year, and they got Josh Rosen. And then they got this guy, number one pick, Kyler Murray. They, they, they drafted him. They moved off of Josh Rosen. So this has to work. This has to work. And like I said, he fits. Um, so, yeah, I like what I saw, um, not going to take much from it, is he, I don't think he's not going to be, I don't, is he a bust, I don't know, is he going to be great, I don't know, but, you don't take much from him for preseason, but what I do like, where I didn't have to look at a preseason game, where I didn't have to look at him throw seven passes, what I do like is, he fits, and that's that that that's a good start. And with him having all these with him having all these things checked off as far as fits and matches with Arizona, it's it's success is more likely to come. Because they match. They they're perfect matches for each other. Um so let's move on to Cam Newton. Um I often say, and I often get on Cam Newton a lot, just like I do Russell Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook, if you guys don't know, I, at an NBA, when it comes to players, I probably criticize Russell Westbrook the most, probably. 
between him and James Harden. I, I criticize Russell Westbrook probably the most um, with his inability to shoot the ball um, or him developing a jump shot or a consistent jump shot uh, throughout the years or him being reckless at times, him even stat padding, him either, you know, being injury prone or having occasional injuries. I have gotten on Russell Westbrook. And not really with I like I, I, and like I say I, I'm a I like Russell Westbrook he's cool he looks he he seems like a good guy he seems like a great guy um dynamic I'm willing to pay top dollar to see Russell Westbrook but and I feel the same way about Cam Newton Cam Newton is the NFL's version of Russell Westbrook both fashionable guys freakish athletes the media love them the fans love them. The fans in the media, they tend to nurture them. So with Cam Newton, um, and I, I talked about Cam Newton having a little bit, pre- a little bit, pre- a little bit more pressure on him these last few weeks. I, I talked about Cam Newton, and you know the you know the list came out. We 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 dis- we discussed all the quarterback lists and rankings. That we can from Pro Football Focus to the NFL Network and ESPN and my own list that I created. We talked about all the lists and rankings. And Cam Newton, when, and I got some pushback for this too. Cam Newton, you know, fans love him. And he's great talent-wise. But a lot of people are talented. A lot of people are talented. But character-wise, but a lot of he's talented, but the, his numbers, stats, not great. They're not great at all. His numbers and stats don't match up with his talent. You guys tell me how talented he is, but the guy's numbers just don't match up with his talent. And I'm saying it right now. He's talented. He's very talented. There, there, there. Probably, there probably, there probably, there's probably not five quarterbacks in the league that's not better. That that's talent. That's more talented than Cam Newton. You probably can't find. You, you you're not going to be able to name five guys that's more talented than Cam Newton. Freak. He's a he's a freak. He's six 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 five, two fifty. He's not a quarterback. That's not a regular quarterback. That's the D lineman. That's a DN. Freakishly talented. Great body. But you guys continue to tell me that Cam Newton's a top quarterback in this league. Year nine, year eight, age 30. You guys, just like you guys tell me, you guys continue to tell me. Now more and more people are coming to their senses now that they see and what we have what has transpired the the past postseason. But you guys were telling me that Russell Westbrook is this. Russell Westbrook is not the problem. Kevin Durant is just soft. He's just sensitive. And that he is. Kevin Durant is that. He's very sensitive. But you're not gonna tell me that Russell Westbrook isn't the problem. You thought I forgot. Nah, that's his name. Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. 
And just like you guys tell me that Wessel Westbrook is this and Wessel Westbrook is that, you guys tell me the same thing with Cam Newton. You guys continue to, you guys continue to tell me, hey, show more respect to Cam. Talent-wise, yes, Cam Newton could be, he can be in that, that top tier that you guys just want him to be in so bad. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is. I don't know what the hell it is. But if you guys want him to be in the top tier so bad, talent wise, yes, he can be in it all day long. He got the size. He's athletic. He's mobile. Strong arm. He throws a tight sparrow. But you guys continue to tell me you 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 want him in this. You want him. You want him in this top tier. First, I have a thing with I have a I have an issue with his durability. Cam Newton's a big now. I just mentioned and I just told you how how much of a physical specimen that Cam Newton is. I just told you that, right? Well, every time he gets hurt, every single time that Cam Newton gets hurt, he's even, he, he's getting hit by a smaller player. Nah, but he's getting hit by a smaller player, and he has continuous head trauma and, and injuries. You guys continue to tell me that he's a physical specimen, and that he is. But I worry about his durability. How durable is he? I often say the best ability is availability. <laughs> you gotta be there. You gotta be there. You have to be there. So. You know, and you end when you guys argue in Cam's sake, you always give me the excuse, ah, the receivers he has, inconsistent. That You know, the receiving core he has, inconsistent, not real consistent. What about Deshaun Watson? Yeah, Deshaun Watson have DeAndre Hopkins, but running game, suspect, the worst, probably the worst offensive lineman in the league. Andrew Luck took Andrew Luck three years to find a hundred yard rusher. <laughs> took Andrew Luck three four years to find a hundred yard rusher. Andrew Luck just step he was just dropping back there, stepping back there, and just throwing forty passes a game, and got and, and had three straight eleven five seasons and won three straight playoff games all of those years. You guys continue to tell you guys continue to tell me how much Cam struggles and how much Cam needs support. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it whatsoever. He went six and he 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 went six and eight last year. He started fourteen games. Sixty-seven percent percent completion percentage. Thirty-three hundred yards, nearly thirty-four hundred yards, with twenty-four touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. That's okay. It's okay. The way how you guys talk about Cam. And you, the guy, the way how you guys want me to talk about Cam, you, you you want me to talk about Cam like he's an MVP type guy. I only get one of these years. He only has one of these years where he was an MVP type guy, and you guys continuously go back to that one year. But what about the other seven years? What about the other seven years where he just looks like an average quarterback? Rookie year, six and ten. Two thousand twelve, his second year, seven and nine. Then his third year he went twelve and four. Fourth year, he went five, eight, and one. 
Then the 2015 year that you guys love to bring up, 15 and 1, he was great. He was phenomenal. 6 and 8 the next year, 11 and 5 the following year, and then 6 and 8 again. You guys continuously tell me that you want him, you want me to bring him, you want me to talk about him in a lighter term. But I find it very interesting that you only bring up one of these years. You never bring up the 2013 year. You never bring up the 2012 year. You never bring up these six and eight years. Cam Newton, career-wise, is a 59.7 completion percentage guy. That's not going to get it. 59%. That's borderline 60. He's borderline 60% completion percentage? That's horrible. That's god-awful. That's not going to win you. That's not going to win you Super Bowls. That's not going to That's not going to win you playoff games. You you guys continue to tell me about Cam 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 Cam. But when I tell you guys about Dak, I give you Dak numbers. You tell me Dak is average. And I say, "Okay, he has average talent. Dak is not the most talented." Not the most athletic. Don't have the biggest arm. He, you know, his down the field accuracy as far as down the field isn't the greatest. But I tell you that he wins. I tell you if you if you give Dak a, a number one, he he's solid. You gave you gave Dak a number one. You gave Dak a Mari Cooper. He went seven and one last year in the last eight games. He beat four playoff teams. I tell you this all the time. But you just you just brush me off every time I give you the Dak stat. I give you the Dak stats. You brush me off. I, you brush me off. I give you the you, you. But you guys continue to give me the Cam stat. You this one Cam season. You give me that one Cam season. You want you give me one Cam season, and I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Look at. Talented, talented, yes. Phenomenal, yes. Can dress, yeah. But you guys continue to try to shove it down that he's he he's he's in this top tier class. He's in this top tier. He's not. He's just not. You want him to be in the same class as Andrew Luck. You want him to be in the same conversation as Russell Wilson. He's not going to be in that conversation with those guys until he can. He 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 shows me consistency because. The story of his career is inconsistency. This is the this is besides him being a mobile quarterback and not being in him taking a lot of hits. Besides that, the story of Cam Newton's career is gonna be inconsistency. Inconsistency. He has a he has a few winning seasons on on his resume. But after every winning season, there's a drop off. Why is that? And yeah, I get it. Carolina in the front office, yes, they can do a better job. But for most of the time, most of the Cam's time in Carolina, he's had a great defense. He's had a solid defense. He's had solid running games. He's had solid O lines. The receiving core has been average most years. I give you that. Okay. But a lot of this stuff, if Cam is so great, why can't he overcome these things? With a great defense and with a great O line, he has a he has Ron Rivera. He's had consistent coaching. Why why can't he overcome some of these things? 
Let's put let's put Cam Big Boy pants on. I'm sorry. You guys continue. You you guys love to just give me this one year we had a 15 in one year. He only threw 59 complete. He only had a 59 complete completion percentage. You guys, you guys tell me about that year though. You love that year. You love going. You love referring to back to that year. He had 35 touchdowns and 10 10 interceptions. He was great that year, but I don't see enough of these years on his resume. I don't see enough of these years on his resume. And the fact that you guys want me to put him in that, that top-tier class, hell no. I'm not going to put him in that class. I'm not going to put him in that class. I'm not going to put him in that class. Now, I take a guy like Russell Wilson, and most of you guys, you know, you look at Russell Wilson, like, uh, okay, who cares? It's Russell Wilson. But look at, Russell, look at the difference with Russell Wilson numbers and Cam Newton numbers. Look at this. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna read you off his record. And yes, and, and I would say that the Seattle and Carolina teams are have been have been built very similarly. Very similar. They have had similar teams with a strong defense, strong running game, receiving core for most of their years have been average. But look how Russell Wilson has overcome this. And they play very similar, right? Cam's mobile. Russell Wilson's mobile. But Russell Wilson has developed himself into a thrower of the football. And he's, become, and he's consistent. Russell Wilson's rookie year, 11-5. His second year, 13-3. and 12-4. 10-6. 10-5-1. 9-7. 10-6. This guy continues to win Without the Legion of Boom, without Marshawn Lynch, without an uh, offensive line. He went 10-6 last year with a poor offensive line, a young defense, and Pete Curl in an average receiving core. But you guys continue to tell me that Russell Wilson is overrated. He's not. He's not. If anything, he's underrated. 35 touchdowns to 7 interceptions last year with a 65 completion percentage. And 3,400 yards. But you guys continue to rub, you guys gotta you you guys continue to rub it, and you guys and you and these lists they did a, they did somewhat of a good job with Cam Newton's ranking. They didn't put him in that top tier class that everybody just assumed that he is in. I don't like it. I do not like it. You guys continue to tell me that you want to see Cam in this class. But he's just not in this class. He's just not in it. He's just not in here. He's not going to be in this. Russell Wilson, 34 touchdowns. 26, 26, 20, 21, 34, 35. I get these years from Russell Wilson every year. I get it from him every year. Since Russell Wilson is into the league, he's, he, 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 he has the second most wins behind Tom Brady. He's a consistent winner. I don't get this same production with Cam. With Cam, so stop. You, Cam Newton is the NFL version of Russell Westbrook. You, the fans love him, the media love him, and they both love fashion. And they're wildly talented and dynamic, but skill-wise, stats-wise, numbers and winning, they don't do it. They don't do enough for me. I'm sorry. They don't just. They don't do enough for me. I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? 
It's just not enough for me. Okay, like I mentioned in the um, podcast yesterday, a lot of injuries taking place preseason. Don't go. Don't think too deeply about it if you're a fan. If you don't like how your team played, or don't take it too seriously if your team played well yesterday or today or tonight. Um. So I talked about Daniel Jones, the the major three quarterbacks from this year's past draft. I talked. They played last night, and I talked about Daniel Jones and uh, Colin Murray today. And then I talked about Dwayne Haskins. And with those guys, Dwayne Haskins, I hope, Redskins fans, hope this thing works out. Um, like I said, I like him, actually. I actually like him as the, uh, you know, as a quarterback. Um, I think he's going to have some, he, it's definitely some mechanic issues there. Uh, if you just look at the interceptions that he threw or the bad throws that he made, um, you you could tell the mechanics are not where they need to be. Um, but that that's that's comes with coaching. That comes with coaching, and I'm not so sure if Jay Gruden bought into this uh, draft pick. Bruce Allen handled the business and football. It's rare, but I'm not so sure if uh, if Bruce Allen or if Jay Gruden was in on this draft pick. And it's just all about coaching with the, and with the Redskins seeing this kid. Um, so hopefully the fans don't think too low. Um, but that's their fault if they do. You know, Redskins fans, you, you think you, you got your hopes up high. You gassed up about the season coming up. I get it. But I like Haskins as a, as a guy. I, I like him as a quarterback in this league. Um, he, he, I think he can make all the throws. I think he's capable of making all the throws, but mechanics is definitely an issue. Um, I just didn't like what I saw as far as his footwork, um, yesterday. His footwork was not a trendus, but it was bad. It was bad. And that's just, that comes with coaching. Um, Daniel Jones, don't mention, don't mention no damn Daniel Jones. Um, Daniel Jones, I think he, I think he'd do him, I think he'd do him more justice if he sits back, let Eli Manning play for this year. Um, he comes back next year, a little bit more polished. Um, I looked at some of the throws that he made, good throws, precise passing, but if first team guys were out there or some good DBs were out there, those completions wouldn't have been made. So... I just take that in. That's why I say you, you don't think too seriously about the NFL preseason. You don't think because most of the guys, especially offensively, like the receivers and the defend, no, the defenders, the, those guys are playing for teams. They're, they're playing for spots on on the roster, or they're playing for backup backup roles or possible ro- rotation roles in in the season. During the season, so don't take this preseason football very seriously, um, because it's just an exhibition to suit up. Starters are already basically teams know who their starters are. Like I said earlier, teams know who their starter are. Their starters are. Um, so a little unfortunate to see a lot of guys go down. Um, we it seems like guys are going down left and right. Nate Sutfield, he yesterday he broke his left wrist. Um, he was death chart, quarterback death chart. That's, that's going to get real interesting. Um, 
And I don't like where people say, oh, Nick, I mean, um, Carson Wentz can't stay healthy. He's, uh, he's injury prone. Yeah, he can't stay healthy, but he's not injury prone. He just, he got hit. He gets hit. He took a lot of blows to, uh, but he took a lot of blows by big defenders and big linemen. That's not being injury prone. That's being, that's normal. Uh, injury prone is like Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford literally, it's just sad because genetically, I don't know what Sam Bradford is made out of, but genetically he just has some bad gen. He has some bad genes. Sam Bradford could be literally run. He literally ran out of bounds and he tore something. So, so that's that's injury prone. That's what you call injury prone. Uh, Carson Wentz is not injury prone. He just gets hit. By big defenders, strong defenders, and there's some ligaments, and he tears them. That's not injury. That's not being injury prone. Injury prone is Sam Bradford, where you just have bad genes, bad genetics, and any little thing that you do, you get hurt, and that's that's injury prone. That's Sam Bradford. So, um, Eagles, that's... If you're a Philly fan, be on the lookout for that quarterback death chart. Because if Carson Wentz goes down again, whew, that's going to be interesting to see in Philly. Because you have no Nick Foles, then no Nate Sudfield. I think they have, I think they have Cody Kessler on the roster. If 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 Carson Wentz go down, Cody Kessler, <laughs> Cody Kessler, yeah, you're right. So um, don't take the preseason too seriously. Uh, I told you what it's all about. Um, slow down Daniel Jones. Don't get too low on um, Dwayne Haskins. I told you about Kyler Murray. I think he fits. He, it, it's a match. It's a match. Cowboys got a lot of drama going on right now. The Cowboys got a lot of drama. Guys getting suspended. It seems like, guys, it seems like this is just the Cowboy thing. Um, guys used to get suspended on those old Tom Landry teams. Guys used to get suspended on those Jimmy Johnson 90s Cowboys teams we all know and love. And with Jason Garrett, under Jason Garrett, guys get suspended and still in underwear and cologne and department stores and just all types of mess. I mean the cow the way how some of these cowboy players get suspended, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, they got a lot of drama, and it just it, it, I, it would hurt if a cowboy team this talented with a lot of talent, especially on, a lot of talent on defense, and they got some talent on offense, and they get their O line back and they're healthy. It would be sad. It would be it would be a little disappointing to see them not fulfilled to their upright potential due to drama you gotta pay guys and this but this is i think i thought i I mean me thinking i'm thinking this is just a part of football but guys getting hurt and suspended not even hurt suspended and guys are looking for paydays a lot of drama and a lot of like business decisions have to be made in dallas um hopefully that doesn't get in the way of winning so not too long for podcast. Just wanted to come fill you in, even because some pre- some preseason football is on right now. Um, no notable quarterbacks are playing, like that got just that just got drafted. So, 
But the Cowboys do play tomorrow. Um, I'll probably talk about that a little bit. Um, so thank you guys for listening, and I'm out, man.